in today's episode what you can expect is uh, first we're going to be looking at um, different personalities then we're going to be looking at um, the importance of eye to eye and finally we'll be looking at love languages we kind of touched on this last week but we're going to get more detailed like more into detail so um, let's get started welcome everyone and uh, so first I, I do want to tell you a little bit of background um, the people who told us about this are our dear dear friends Mr. And Mrs. Matheson who were like Mr. Matheson was my PE teacher in Woodstock and we, many many years later we met them in Bombay and we got to see them uh, as a family like like when I was married with a child and it was quite amazing one day we were sitting at lunch and they were talking about marriage and oh, it was very nice to see their life and also it was imp- it was nice to see that they too had their own um like in hindi they say na tu tu mai mai in their own fa- in their own um, marriage after so many years so um that time we were talking about oh you know like we've just been married for a few years and uh, like what is the secret and then they were talking to us about this uh, this personality test and I'll, I'll ask you to talk a little bit about that um, about my personality no no <laughs> about the test that you did about the yeah. test okay so uh, so there are uh, i think 16 uh, this is called the myers briggs uh, test and it's a good test to identify um, what kind of personality you have uh, there are very different types of personalities in the world as we know yeah so, so on social media i've been sharing these uh, if you go on the social media basically there are 16 personalities and um, the uh, one section of personalities are uh, analysts the other is diplomats the other is explorers and the other is um, sentinels now i know this sounds like some superhero uh, netflix uh, show but the thing is uh, what is so interesting about this is that before doing this test i thought my personality was like uh, there's one personality type which is like the entertainer okay so i thought because i'm a bit of a class clown i'm a little extroverted um, you would think that that was my personality but once i got married uh, i realized that that was not my personality so i'll yeah you can talk a little bit more about yeah that. so um, the first uh, i think aspect of the personality is whether you're an extrovert or an introvert yeah and um, both of us um, are introverts yeah. introverts so like basically i seem like i'm very extrovert but my core personality um the real me is actually a little introverted because i li- i have uh, windows of where i will be extroverted and then i'll have windows where i'm very introverted for i'll give you an example uh, so we used to attend this uh, like we used to attend a church uh, in bandra and after church uh got over i would go and stand in a corner okay and george would be working the crowd i know it sounds really funny and looking at his personality you would not think so but he would go and interact with everyone okay on one on one so he would talk to this person that person this person and i used to just stand in the corner and not talk to anybody because obviously no one was talking to me but um i couldn't work the crowd because i was not extroverted enough so i was by myself and whoever came and spoke to me i spoke to them so i'm really good with like one on ones but i'm not very good and comfortable with people like more than one or two people 
um, he on the contrary is okay like for him he could w- go and talk to people and how are you yes ooh, ee, ah. and so I would actually wait for 20 minutes or 30 minutes before George would then circle the crowd and come back to me now this is not uh, generally a side that I thought I, I knew of him because I, I thought he was an introvert too um, this is not a this was never a bone of contention for both of us it was very cool that he went and spoke to people yeah I think did you think I was extroverted when you met uh, yes I thought you were extroverted and uh, I think until the time we were at a party and I didn't see Sangeeta speak that much so yeah. I was a little surprised yeah. but I think we like you said we have elements of there are times that um, we can seem extroverted mm-hmm. and times that we are introverted but mostly we are uh, introverts when it comes to personality yeah. from the test that we've seen yeah we've uh, so yeah. i mean our results for the test were that george is a logician so he believes more in logic which a lot of guys are you know and uh, for him he's uh, an introvert he's intuitive he thinks and he perceives okay and i am a introvert but i base my uh, th- like i'm more a sense sensory person and uh, my my uh, being is more feeling and judging. So what is so interesting is that after doing this test, I started understanding because like like I know this is going to expose me a little bit, but I tend to be a little judgmental when I look at people, and I'm not as open-minded as I look like I am. Okay, George is a lot more open-minded, and so he his pers- uh, he has this great sense of giving the benefit of doubt to people. Okay. And uh, I didn't. I was very stoic before I met him. I was very like black and white. It had to be this way or it had to be that way. Then over time, I realized that he started rubbing off on me. So his uh, his beautiful ability to have a perspective of things started coming on me. So now I give a lot more benefit of doubt to people. So what happens in a marriage is that you may have two different personalities and they may make you want to clash and they will always always actually make you clash because also you don't understand the other person but uh, what is so interesting is as time goes by you start kind of blending your uh, good and bad uh, with each other and now I'm talking too much I'll stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think uh, there uh, there were many things that sometimes we joke about this imagine if we switched personalities like <laughs> we were totally the other person how it would be so but um, like you were talking about blending, we've seen a lot of uh, our personalities uh, change and blend into uh, or the other person's personality. Like in this case, Sangeeta's personality blend blends into mine and mine into How us. How have like, you taken my personality? I think um, <laughs> the, 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 the second end part, the in- intuition and the sensing, uh, sorry, the feeling part, mm. uh, where otherwise... <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a thinking person, yeah. less a feeling person, so, but I have taken on feeling a lot more, I have, I have uh, uh, given um, room to myself to feel also, yeah. so I think um, that's something I've, I've learned to do, seeing that it's not just about one person, it's both of us, so. Yeah. Um, what was so yeah. interesting is that when we got married, actually we both thought we were very great people when we got married, okay, individually. And then when we got married, we were like, eeks, I'm like, 
I, you always see this, uh, you know, the line where you... Yeah, yeah, I thought, um, you know, <laughs> you always think you're the wisest person and then you get married and then you learn otherwise. <laughs> so uh, I thought, um, so I I have everything in life figured. Um, not really everything in life figured that in that sense, but at least that I'll be okay in a, in a marriage setup. I'll be okay. I'm not a bad guy. I, I, I can You're love still my not wife. A bad guy. And I can take care of her, totally take care of her. Uh, but then a lot of things that I did not know uh, started coming out. Mm. Um, a lot of things about my own personality which I did not know about. Yes. Which I think um, Sangeeta was able to see. My wife was able to see me better yeah. than many in many areas where I where I couldn't see myself. Yeah. So yeah. So it was so interesting because we went like we actually went through a phase where. I thought something was like mentally wrong with me, you know, like because I was like, I, I'm such a nice person. Why are we having so much like clash? So we actually went to doctors and one of the doctors we went to um, said something very interesting. They said, you're a very good girl and George is also a very good boy, uh, very sweet doctor in Bhopal. And she said, but uh, what happens is sometimes in clashes, uh, there are ammunitions that trigger each other and I found that very fascinating because it's true that triggers that you have uh, can can make things worse or make things better so one of the advice that doctors gave us which we're still learning to apply um, is in a fight just uh, take a second to just walk away don't walk away and leave but like uh, take a second to just go collect yourself especially if you're an angry person or you're very like I'm very uh, reactive like if something is wrong, my, my first instinct is to react. Um, where George takes a little time to mull over things and then reacts, you know. So what happened was that when we started applying that and just taking a second to say, wait, let me think about what I'm going to say before exploding. It's very hard, It's especially if you're a person that is very passionate about what you feel or your opinion and stuff. So it was very interesting. So now why we're talking about personality is because, um, you know, like you don't grow up, um, especially Indians, do not grow up uh, learning to like focus on themselves. So you, you, you never have these sessions in school where they say, let's get to know your personality. You, you are socialized in a way, you, are, you, you know, you're born into a family, you go to a school. So your identity becomes your parents, your school, your culture, your language, your college, your work, your, uh, your profession. But when it really comes down to relationships, one thing I've realized is that um, you don't actually really know yourself. And it's only when you're put into this pressure cooker of a marriage or pressure cooker of a relationship. This can be for anybody, you know, husband, wife, um, parent, child. When you're put into a pressure cooker, suddenly you start realizing this is not who I am. This is what I never thought I was like this. I never thought I was like this. So I would really uh, like for you all that are watching, if you don't know who you are or you're trying to understand who you are, I would really strongly advise you to maybe take this test to get a sense of who you are like for example uh, like I said my my uh, personality is introvert sensing feeling and judging right so now I knew about the sense and feeling part I'm a very sensitive person however uh, a lot of people over years have accused me of being very moody 
now moodiness actually is that you are extrovert at some point and then you become introverted at some point now i didn't know this about myself uh, until i i did this test so it's really um, for me at least i have benefited from understanding myself a little more um, of course they give you a little more details about why you are the way you are like for example i i have a like my um, my personality type is like I'm a defender so I will fight for my loved ones I will protect them I will be nurturing and I have all those elements whereas you want to talk about your own personality <laughs> because I'm talking too much <laughs> uh, so yeah I think passion is what you're talking about so um, what do you have uh, I'm not so passionate so I'm more laid-back in personality and, and I think that's become a point where um, you know that tends to cause a lot of conflict <laughs> among us. So, uh, learning <laughs> learning to be active uh, is is a very important thing for me because my personality is not that. Um, that. So, there are things I've had to learn, and I'm still learning. So, <laughs> so, but I think um, having a personality that. That helps the other person is important. So if um, I'm showing passion or I'm active about something, that generally the effect on my wife is a lot more in, in those cases. Like she responds really well to that. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I, I think I am learning still. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the thing is that there's no personality that's wrong, and that's what's important is that just because George is not like passionate doesn't mean that he's wrong and just because I am over passionate that doesn't mean like the world always puts these labels that you have to be this way or you have to be that way like even Simanti put some labels like you have to compromise flexible. you have to you have to be flexible whatever but the thing is that um, nobody is wrong here but uh, finding a way to kind of blend your personalities together in a relationship um, where you are accommodating to another person. It's not compromise. I feel like the word compromise has such a negative uh, connotation, but I think um, to really adjust to each other and like, you know, when you're walking up the steps and if there's somebody walking down and they're in your way, one of you has to move a little away and the other person will have to move a little away too for in order for both of you to successfully climb up and down the steps. So that I think is a great analogy, I would say say so myself of how a marriage needs to be where right? you need to be superfluous now we're going to be talking about love language okay in love language there are uh, five five uh, elements one is words of affirmation the other one is uh, quality time uh, the other one is acts of service and the other one is gift giving and finally uh, touch okay so now um, these are very very nice aspects the, the, these are both good and bad I think we all have um, a language of love whether it is in receiving or in giving and uh, sometimes what you um, what's most comfortable for you is what you'll actually do so in, for me I'm it's much easier for me to do something so acts I, of service so uh, acts of service comes a little more yeah uh, which me. I also am an acts of service person yeah, so it clashes so sometimes so. yeah yeah <laughs> and words of affirmation I think we, we try and uh, implement that 
we yeah. try and tell each other uh, so, things that will help. Yeah, so the th- interesting thing is George is really good with his words. So he's very kind, he's very polite, he's very uh, encouraging. He'll always say I'm beautiful. But I'm the opposite of that. So I'm the bad version of words of affirmation because I don't give compliments. I don't encourage. I mean, I encourage my child. I think for me, uh, encouraging your child is very important. You know, you're, you're um, taking care of your child, you're uh, nurturing your child. But then when it came to my husband, I didn't have any, um, any sense of uh, nurturing, like using my words to nurture him. And I didn't realize that it was important until uh, many times he would say, you're not respecting me or you're, you're being very mean and you're very rude. And I would be like, I'm not being rude, I'm just being normal with you. So we tend to uh, respond to our spouses um, the way we would respond to ourselves. You know, ah, keep quiet. But to the other person, the other person is a human being, right? So they would feel bad about uh, things. So like, um, you want to tell me a few examples of how words of affirmation have encouraged you or discouraged you? Yeah, I think um, that there are times when I found something, um, I may find something very harsh, even though it may be the truth or maybe the reality. But <laughs> so I found uh, things harsh. But uh, there are times when um, words have been spoken which have really helped me. So. Um, the affirmation is not just I think it's not just for women alone it's it is a person it's um, acknowledging the other person and seeing that um, they fit into your life in some way Mm. and giving them that really helps so that's helped me Mm. many times yeah and just re-talking about nurturing I think uh, when you're a parent you tend to nurture your like you tend to take care of your babies really well good parents do that but I think sometimes we forget to nurture our spouses and I we think it's their parents job to nurture them but the fact is that sometimes even as adults we need nurturing and we don't realize it that there are a lot of wounds that we carry from our past our childhood which um, are very deep and uh, sometimes words can heal and help and encourage and really push you to the right direction and this is for everything like I think um, we don't realize the trauma that our spouse sometimes has gone through and this this may seem very um, very frivolous because you don't need to go through a, a very dramatic trauma you can even uh, go through trauma like someone being mean to you or someone hurting your feelings or calling you names that can be very traumatic and make you feel very bad. Not saying he's gone through some trauma, but I know that I've, because I'm a sensitive person, I, I have gone through my own share of trauma and getting affected by what people have said. Um, so words are important. So that's that's yeah. the first love language. The second one is quality time. Now, this is not just say, hello, how are you? I love you. Words are not just like that. Words mean encouraging, right? So even like time is not... Okay, I'll spend time with you. It's quality time. Um, many times Sangeeta has told me that you're there, you're around, you're giving me time. Yeah. But are you giving me quality time? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. seeing that quality in the time that you spend, uh, that is important. And uh, uh, what you can do that will help um, each other, finding whatever it is that yes. is quality for you. Yes, so that's, that's also there. 
I know like sometimes for me being silent together like just being close to each other and just being silent him reading me working or me working him reading same thing um but uh that becomes quality time for me I don't need to be doing like some people need to be doing stuff to have quality time I don't have that so I think understanding what each other's quality time is like you said that's very wise um acts of service <laughs> Now George kind of touched on this that he he likes doing acts of service so do I but the truth is sometimes your acts of service are not actually appreciated um because it's not the love language of the other person like for example George washes dishes and he sweeps and sweeps and he vacuums and um for most women this would be such a great quality in a man right they would love it Uh, but for me um my acts of service are different like i would prefer other things to be done like for for him he's good at washing dishes but for me i would rather him go buy the groceries i don't like planning meals so those are the things that i would probably want so understanding each other's like la- uh, love language when it comes to acts of service also is really important to kind of coordinate with each other then uh, gifts <laughs> So some people are gifters some people are receivers good i'm a good gift receiver yes uh, and he's a terrible gift giver not because of anything not because he's not a nice person but it's because he just hasn't uh, grown up with the idea of giving gifts i have because my parents are gift givers i mean my mom especially and so for me any love is in the form of gifting you know uh, but that's been a bone of contention for us a lot like uh, we're still working on that one so when we've overcome that <laughs> we will talk more about that in gift giving um it's not just uh, it's not just uh, oh i give you a gift it's saying oh i'm celebrating with you so that's another area where we're working on because george never remembers anything <laughs> So uh, there's this joke that uh, if you would like not to forget your wife's uh, birthday or your anniversary, uh, forget it once the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you've not forgotten our anniversary we've, before. Yeah, we've you've not, not done that. Not forgotten, but I think celebrating Celebrate. celebrating is important. And uh, again, I have also not really grown up celebrating. The, yeah. the idea of celebration is not something that. you think you're celebrating every time or you're yeah. you're just doing things every time but uh taking time out and celebrating is something uh that may not be so meaningful to you but maybe to very meaningful to another person to another person so, yeah. yeah yeah i think like we've had a lot of like our biggest fights have been on anniversaries christmas um on occasions because i think they were uh unrealistic expectations that probably i had and he was like okay so we you know we had a meal right isn't that good enough uh, and for him he's he's grown up thinking a meal is a celebration you know like a nice meal maybe some meat or um, chicken or mutton cooked nicely in biryani but for me it's like we have to do something we have to go somewhere you have to go to the beach or you have to go for a drive or you have to do something you have to give gifts you can you know and again this is also the way we've grown up a lot of things you realize when you get married is uh, ties up with the way your uh, spouse has grown up and finally touch <laughs> uh, yeah touch um, sometimes there is uh, there are moments when um, 
the other person needs um, the touch so i think identifying those moments like yeah. a few days back we had some instance where the touch was very important uh, for us so which one that in the night when had yeah, yeah, scared yeah uh. so so i think that um, yeah and touch is also uh, acknowledging that you are around that you are there for the other person so i'm i'm not very uh, pda type person again this is something that we're working on yeah. uh, like but definitely touch is very important for men and women um i think uh, taking the time to please your man and also your woman uh, not to be selfish i think that's one of the areas where we have struggled with where um people both parties can be selfish in some areas touch actually is um a connect that no one else has with your with your spouse um no one else can hold your spouse's hand like you or no one else can hug or um hold or comfort or you know um even the 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 union of a marriage uh, or sex uh is very very important uh in terms of um uniting you and bonding you uh and a lot of times we get too busy or we get too distracted we get too uh, hung up on the big stuff but i think taking the time to invest in uh physicality in a marriage is really important because there's a lot of healing that can come with physicality yeah so just to wrap up uh just looking at uh different personalities uh find out what your personality is um find out what your spouse's personality is like on paper by the way uh george's personality and my personality is not a match like i googled our personality types and uh, it said these two people should never get married okay so um it 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 was interesting uh, for us to see that but we've made it work so far also all credit to george because honestly uh, he hasn't given up but anyway thank you for joining in this session i hope it was not too real for you but it was also real for you and uh, i hope this has helped you uh, knowing about personality differences uh, and like i said do an exercise of putting your phone down and just taking 5 minutes to look at your spouse's eyes and just see um, the color of their eyes or if their eyelashes are gray or white or stuck together or they have eye boogers in their eyes you know just see that and take some time to just look at their eyes this week um yeah like today i was staring at george because of this assignment like i was giving to others today i was also looking at george's eyes i was like oh you are like that your lids are like that you know so it's nice just uh, to look and appreciate um you know i have pretty eyes so it's easy for him but <laughs> <laughs> anyways thanks for joining us Thank guys you. and uh, we will see you next week with another topic and um uh, be happy and i hope this couple therapy uh couples therapy for us has helped you uh, as it has helped us i think has it helped us yeah it's it's definitely helped us because we are trying to even figure things out as we it's just uh it's a nice learning process for us and it can be for everyone yes. and we believe that if it's if we can make something work uh, so can anyone else so yeah that's true yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is true and finally i'll end with one assignment okay uh it's this week if you can um just take like 5 minutes 5 minutes is good 
five minutes to just put down your phone, put down things, and just look at your spouse's eyes. Okay. Let's see who blinks first. Who? No, no, that was stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> don't Hindi movie this. But just look at. <laughs> Okay. Um, yes, on that note. Um, but like, just look at their eyes, and um, look for the booger. Look for the eyelashes. Look for how their eyes are shaped, and just take a second to look at uh, your spouse and look at their wrinkles or look at their fine lines that have come around their eyes. Like I have, wrink I have wrinkles here. So um, take the time to uh, do that this week. Uh, I'm not saying it's gonna like change your marriage overnight but it may be nice as an exercise um so yes that's the end of our session with you thank you for joining us thank you for taking the time marriage and relationships are really important and we really want to help our, ourselves and but we also want to help you <laughs> actually this has been nice like our first session was really good we really liked the response but it was good for us we saw a lot of changes in our week so this week has been, um, let's see what's going to happen this week. We didn't have a fight this week. Did we have a fight this week? No, not, not, not really, not yeah. particularly. Yay! So, so if there's no third episode, you know why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you for joining us. We will catch you soon and uh, we'll catch you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.